eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Take a man podcast here from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. That's Logan Paulson. You want to get more from me? I'm on Twitter at Craig Hoffman, on Instagram at Craig underscore Hoffman. Logan is on Instagram at Logan underscore Paulson 82. So the offense being good this time of year also comes with some concerns because that means they're doing it against the defense of their own team. Um, If you had to circle through this voluntary period, like your biggest question mark, I think we came in thinking it was linebacker. It feels like that may have shifted back a level and that the the common fear is secondary. Are you on board with that? Yeah, (laughs) I am on board with that. There was a big, uh, if you're just listening, we do definitely do some video clips, which are all the places that I just told you on social media. Uh, But I just want the folks that are listening to the audio only to know the contemplative side from Logan Paulson was large. Uh, Yeah, it is. It is. It is large. And I will say there are some bright spots. Like, I think the linebackers are playing better. I think the defensive line of the last couple days has done a really nice job. I think. Even, you know, everyone says Chase might not be ready till December, all this stuff. You know, your guy, my guy, Casey Tuhill, over the last, what has it been, um, three days, has been very, very productive, very, very explosive. James Smith-Williams is just Mr. Steady Eddie. And then Montez, when he That's does practice. That's my guy. James is my who, guy. I know. And he's done a great job. And so and so I think you should feel good. Like it, And then obviously getting pain back is a big element to that front. So, But I think he'll be back. And then obviously Jamin's playing better. Cole's playing better. Um Mayo has actually done a very nice job in that kind of their short yardage goal line stuff. He's been in there quite a bit. And then your third linebacker, who's Cam Curl, has looked outstanding. And I think is, again, is maybe my kind of defensive player to watch in terms of upside. Bob McCain's done a great job, right? However, you need three safeties in this defense. So who's that third safety going to be? Forrest, I think at times, looks very twitched up, very focused, very downhill. His skill set to me speaks more Buffalo nickel, but he's playing post for some reason so that's mm-hmm. a little bit confounding and then they did this interesting thing we talked about a couple days ago you know bobby cam in the post safeties or the deep safeties and then 
Benjamin St. Juiced at the nickel, which has been awesome and improved everything pretty dramatically. Kendra Fuller's been pretty consistent. Obviously, some misses against Jahan, but also some interceptions and big plays like we just talked about. I think you get down to that last element there. And um, William Jackson III has had uh, had ups and downs. And um, I know it's early in the offseason, but his play and his combined with the play from last year is somewhat concerning. And like right now, irrespective of car, of contract, irrespective of leadership, irrespective of anything, just based on the film and practice, I would probably try to find a way to get Benjamin St. Just outside, get him off the field, and find a way to get someone else in the nickel. Again, that's not real-life football. You know what I mean? Right. That's not how that works. That's not how this business works. And I think you got to kind of let uh, let him go. And I'm not saying, because I liked his tape from Cincinnati. I'm talking about uh, William Jackson. William there. Jackson, right. I think he's... He's got a lot of skills, very good arm length, good speed, good athleticism, good physicality. We just got to see it kind of packaged together here over the next couple of days. Uh, you know, and it doesn't need to happen now. Maybe even in training camp, there's a big uptick. But again, like that, he's the reason you'd feel a little nervous about the back end. And then Benjamin Sejus in the slot has been awesome. He's been awesome outside. I worry about him from a medical standpoint and how he plays in the slot. You know, we've talked about that before. He's not really. He's a big man, but not like a stout man. And so, mm-hmm. you know, three concussions last year. Like, again, that's where the questions come in. And, again, the linebacker, everyone's worried about that. But Jamin's playing better. Cole's playing better. I, I'm not as worried about that. It's the back-end stuff that is a little – there's the most question marks, I should say. So, i follow up on St. Juice in a second, but we'll get there. Yeah. On William Jackson III, when, are you, do you feel like you're watching a guy who's like – trying stuff trying to really commit and is not good at it yet but you know that he's skilled based off what he did in Cincinnati or do you feel like you're watching a guy who is struggling to understand what he is being asked to do in this particular defense that is different from what he was good at in Cincinnati yeah so I had the opportunity to watch some film with Sean Springs of practice and Sean Springs played DB in in the NFL for a long time and you know it's been a while since he's played so some of the information take it with a grain of salt but he brought something up that I thought was impeccable knowledge. He's like, this is quarters coverage right here. Look at this split. This is not where he should be lined up. And then you would compare it to the other corner or like another series where they're in quarters and the split's tight. He's like, he should be outside leverage here. And he's head up. And then I'll be, dar- I'll be darned if he didn't even know the play, Sean. I had seen the play already. And Sean was like, he's going to get beat on an outcut here. And Jahan runs up, outcut completion for a first down. And I was like, how did you know that? It's like his help in this coverage is inside. He needs to line up outside to funnel it in. And then there's a full width split. And he's lined up outside. And I was like, oh, this is right here. And he's like, no, now it's full width. Now your help is the sideline. And so then Jahan runs up and runs an in cut. And it's completion for a first down. And that is just simple alignment stuff that I, you know, and I'm deferring to Sean here. And I respect Sean's opinion on this because they played a lot of quarters when he was playing here. And this defense right. plays a lot of quarters. So I'm going to say that, yes. Like, he doesn't seem to understand those little nuances in terms of alignment and how to best put himself in, a best, in the best position pre-snap to execute. And as a result, you see a guy who's a little, his feet are a little panicked, panicked feet. You don't like to see that with DBs or offensive linemen. And you see a guy who's trying to grab a lot. And I think it's just, man, like, slow down, take a breath. It's there. You have the ability. Let's just put yourself in the best position to be successful. So I think that's really interesting because you hear so many fans and sometimes I'm like, do y'all even know what you're talking about? Or are you just saying yeah. stuff? But like you hear a lot of fans that are critical of the move and they go, well, he was a man corner. Now they're asking to play zone. 
And like to me, when you talk about the the mental side of playing zone and the nuances of understanding, like zone defense is not as simple as like when you play Madden and they have the little X and they have yeah. like the, the arrow to the bubble. You don't just go like float in that little area and wait for the ball to come to you. That's not how that works. Like there there yeah. is the level of detail that you just talked about uh, that Sean relayed that I think that's a great and Ill- illustrative story that there is so much nuance and that when we're talking about NFL margins of, you know, 1% here, 1% there being the difference in winning and losing that you need to understand that and it I guess it sounds like he's just not there. And that to me goes back to like, did you sign a guy who just doesn't fit what you need someone at that position to do in your defense? And I think also to kind of expand on this point is that this defense that Jack runs here is, you know, I've, I've had opportunities to talk to guys around the building a little bit more, and it's been super illuminating in terms of the challenges that the secondary here faces. And what I mean by that is they do post snap adjustments based on receiver stems. Like we talked about Jahan stems, right? And so like if I'm running at an in stem, I got to know that something is probably coming behind it, right? Just as a simple example, right? And I'm going to change my drop like you're talking about to accommodate the change in stem by the receiver as opposed to the traditional zone defense where you're dropping to a spot. I think Seattle, that's what Seattle does. They drop to spots. Here they're matching, they're concept matching off of receiver stems, which makes it a, really hard on the back end, but also really hard on the quarterback to identify what the coverage is because it changes right. based on what you're doing. So that intellectual demand is something that I hear and I think, holy cow, that is a big lift for a lot of people. And if you were in a different system before, like this is the kind of system that the that the Bills run, for example. Green Bay runs a version of this. They're the best coverage defenses in the NFL for a reason. They've also had guys in place for like four years that understand the checks and understand the communication. And here, this is the second year getting guys together. So even that's a little bit of a short time window to get proficient at it. But, but what I think is that like now, this is the really it's the first year where the whole group in the back end's been together for the whole offseason, right? So right. like you know, last year there was a lot of injuries and they were kind of moving people around. So I think that is something that fans need to consider and think about is that this is very challenging. It takes a long time to kind of get together on this. And especially with this post-snap read and react type element, which is awesome because that's the most cutting edge defense you can run the NFL. But also it's going to be very challenging to get on the same page with everyone in the defensive structure. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good insight. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. Um, anything else uh, as we wrap up from the defensive side of the ball that, that we wanted to hit on? Because I think that is, oh, I, I had a question about St. Juice. Let's wrap up here. Um, yeah, okay. You know, you, we talked earlier or you, you said earlier you need to have three safeties in this defense. And obviously, like by the letter of the definition, when St. Juice is in there, it's not a Buffalo nickel because he's yeah. a corner and like Buffalo yeah. nickels when you have three safeties. But like the responsibilities and why you would play Buffalo nickel like maybe he's doing some things that they typically left to a Buffalo nickel. Right. Um, so I guess that like preamble set up to ask, like, do they need a third safety, someone who is a bigger body or can they survive 
nixing the Buffalo nickel from this defense and playing a lot of traditional nickel with a bigger, taller Benjamin St. Juice who might be able to do things like cover a tight end that a smaller traditional nickel corner could not. Yeah, so I think I think that is a pads question, in my opinion. Because when you watch Benjamin St. Juice, when you watch his movement skills, when you watch how he matches up, like he like he gives Jahan a hard time. He gives that slot receiver, whoever it is, a very hard time with his length and his patience with his feet. When we talked about how William Jackson the third, his feet get all crazy and he's trying to grab, like um, Benjamin St. Juice is crazy patient with his feet and crazy deliberate with his hands, which you love, right? So <clears throat> what I what I will say is that I think it makes the defense better having him there. My question is when the pads come on and you have to take on a guard and you have to fit a B gap, like Landon excels at that. Like that's what Landon's good at. That's what Derek Forrest is good at. How is Benjamin Shane's just going to be at that? His college tape for a corner, very physical, but the physicality difference between corner and safety is pretty dramatic. Like just to give you an idea, like in Kyle's offense, He's always like, I want to get the I want to get the unblocked player to be a corner, and I was like, this was like my third year in the league. I was like, why? He's like, because no, none of them want to tackle. They want to cover. And does Benjamin St. Juice want to tackle? Would be my question. Because if not, then you need to figure something else out at the position. But as of right now, shoulder pad, no shoulder pads, t-shirts, helmets, everyone's happy. He looks amazing. But again, a big part of that role is how physical you are, and that's that's the million dollar question. Yeah, speaking of physicality, one thing we didn't get to that we'll get to on Monday's show is the hit uh, from Jeremy Reeves mm-hmm. on Deami Brown and kind of the, the larger uh, discipline conversation that I think should be had about this team. And, and after seeing, you know, not just an incident like that, but the play on the field last year, how much do we think that these coaches are getting through on a discipline front? So we can we can tackle that a little bit on Monday. Uh, obviously, we will also look ahead to mandatory minicamp. Uh, will Terry McLaren show up? Will Deron Payne show up? Will Montez Sweat show up? Those guys missed time for various reasons over the last couple of weeks. And uh, TBD on whether they show up next week and, and what that would mean if they did what that would mean if and they it's did. a it's a mailbag monday right so questions a direct them monday. to craig, craig yeah gets your don't questions. bother logan with your questions yeah. bother me <laughs> at craig hoffman c-r-a-i-g-h-o-f-f-m-a-n on twitter uh thanks again to lorenzo alexander phenomenal stuff uh if you happen to listen to one of like the little bonus snippets really recommend going back listening to the full pod and checking out everything with zo uh subscribe Give us a rating, review us. That helps other people find it. Share it. Just go. Forget, forget the general public. Share it with a friend. Share, <laughs> share this podcast with someone that you love, and uh, that's that's how we're going to send you into the weekend. Thanks for listening. Stay <laughs> command from Odyssey Sports.